Greetings, everyone. It's Thursday, August the 11th, 2016. You're listening to another edition of the Talking Games podcast. My name is Jackie Turner. I'm here with Mr. Bobby Shortle. Hello, hello. Mr. Justin Townsend. Hey there. And Mr. Steve Say. Bye, hello. Hello, everybody. Feels like the first time. It does, Like right? the very first time. <laughs> I am also experiencing a very strong sense of deja vu, to be honest. This time went way better, though. It was way smoother. That was way smoother. It was. But we've already jinxed it by, again, not talking about the fact that I screwed up the opening, then you screwed up the recording, mm-hmm. and 10 minutes later, we're trying again. It's true. Not 10 minutes. You have a very weird perception of time. I do. Guys <laughs> it was very, an hour. We were an hour into the show. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Tonight, I think we are going to cover No Man's Sky because that was the big game of this week. Uh, and I know Justin and Bobby have put a lot of time in. No, no, I no, know- no, no. I put no time into it. These oh, two okay. have put time into it. Well, Justin it. and I watched the stream yes. uh, of Bobby jumping in on Justin's game. Mm-hmm. And Steve, I understand, has now given up on real life mm-hmm. and will only exist in No Man's Sky. Yes, I am so. retiring from public life. <laughs> like the Queen. Yes, and okay. Shia LaBeouf failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the Queen doesn't like do rude things on film, as far as I know. You never know, though. You haven't seen what I've seen. Okay, okay. <laughs> and going down in flames once more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, oh, see, now I've completely lost my train of thought. It sucks. What? You were going to ask us what about? we've been up to. Because I, no, no. I turned the board around? Is yeah, that why? Absolutely. At the corner of my eye, Bobby's like screwing with me. Well, now because I'm recording, I need to make sure. People don't. Before we started, we were all set to go, and then all of a sudden. It just stopped working on Justin's computer. So we had to do a quick hotfix and yeah. put it on my computer. So I had to and turn then, the board around. Yeah. And then Bobby's subconscious brain managed to turn off just my mic. Yeah. Do you remember that Fanboy Remix where I only recorded Brian and I <laughs> and not you and Bob? That was a funny time. Oh, yes. You'd think after all these years, that wouldn't happen anymore. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It was a deliberate decision by your subconscious mm-hmm. mind to mute me. Yeah. Yeah, so he's that, even that's just in it. my life in general. <laughs> exactly. He's trying to figure out how to mute me in real life. Yep. Hasn't figured it out yet. Nope. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible. Um, so, has anyone been up to anything interesting? Steve? Well, yes, I have, Jackie. Oh, well, here goes that deja vu again. So a black cat walked <laughs> past me twice. online scavenger hunt. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? Do tell. Uh, so the dude, uh, Misha Collins from the show Supernatural, he plays Castiel. He has a uh, annual global scavenger hunt where he puts together 175 different tasks and you enter in with a team of 15 people. It was me, my girlfriend, a couple of our other friends from Canada. And we actually got paired up with um, three girls from Germany and two other people from somewhere. I don't know. But um so we basically divvied it up. We had like a big uh, Skype breakfast and divvied up all the tasks. And uh, I got Lauren colleagues in on a couple of things. So a few of the things that we did, I built a trailer park out of uh, sand down at uh, Smith's Point Beach, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we like, took like little action figures and made a whole thing and overturned oh. uh you know, shopping carts and little syringes in the, in the sand and shit. It was pretty funny. Little mayonnaise sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we buried a woman in a in a makeshift cardboard coffin with thirty dollars of popcorn uh, poured over her. I made a birthday card. Did you eat the popcorn afterwards? No, we actually it's incredibly th- wasteful. Threw it, it was, wasn't it? That terrible. Yeah, yeah. Thirty bucks. Yeah, thirty, 30 bucks. Hate, the I was thinking more about the food than the money. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. That's why people hate America. (laughs) Um, Let's see what else. I did a thing of street art where I had to uh, write the United States Constitution in street art. 
So we short we shortened it to like a thousand some odd words instead of the three thousand plus that it actually is because I was not doing that in the eighty three degree heat on black cement. You could have just narrowed it down to like that, don't call just, that the Donald Trump Constitution. That's true. Yeah. Or just write don't be a dick yeah. in really big letters. I feel like that covers a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, so we did a we did a lot of cool tasks. We uh, dressed Lauren up like a Pokemon and went and planted flowers at Heritage Park in Mount Sinai. Uh, I made a birthday card for a kid with autism who was out playing Pokemon Go and was like harassed by some kids in the park and his mom put a thing out on the news and like Misha got uh, a hand on it and put it out to everybody. So that was really nice. And uh, it was a blast. You know, I was kind of it was kind of weird doing it with like the whole big group out in Canada and then a whole bunch of friends out in Germany. And then it was just me and Lauren and Lauren was mostly busy for some of this. So I had to do a lot of it by myself. Uh, I think next year will be better, but I mean, still a lot of fun and a lot of like watching your friends do really wacky stuff. My friend Brad fashioned a bikini out of uh, corn husks and like walked up and down his neighborhood in this like corn husk bikini. We have it on video and it's basically naked after about 30 seconds. Brad's a crazy dude. He's a bit, he's like a, he's like a big bearded man wearing a bikini out of corn husks and <laughs> smiling all the live long day about it too. Lovely. Yeah. He's, he's good people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I honestly, well, I, and what was an aid of like, what was the point of doing it? Um, I don't actually remember the name of the charity that, um, that it's associated with, but, uh, it goes somewhere. <laughs> okay then I Steve's charitable work for somewhere it's been a long week it goes to the Ku Klux Klan yeah. no oh, alright well that's cool uh, actually I made a scavenger hunt for the kids when we were at the beach last week oh yeah um, which they loved it was, I mean they didn't love finds it. me all the beer yeah it, well it was like beer caps which they were all just like oh we'll just ask Jay so that was easy but I don't think they really enjoyed looking for the used condom I thought it'd be easy to find but apparently not you were the worst <laughs> and obviously joking thank you no they had fun though it was good what beach did you go to it was just different I was in pictures, Davis Park different pictures of Jackie's boobs all hidden <laughs> yeah oh dear oh. it was actually for Jeff not really not for the kids <laughs> <laughs> I think Jeff's the only person that hasn't seen him at this point <laughs> all right we're not having another podcast talking about my boobs thank you very much Justin what have you been doing? I had an amazing, like, very busy week like Steve. I put the kids to bed a lot. <laughs> but and, they actually slept? Because that is amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I missed last week's show because uh, I said like a half hour before yes. recording, <clears throat> I got home and just in time to see my son choking to death. And uh, that was a scary moment. Yes. Um, he is fine. He is fine. Let's clarify yes. that yeah uh, completely fine be a really quick turnaround for justin I, I, like, I watched him choke to death i'm back, I'm back. let's um. talk about no man's sky <laughs> <laughs> so clarify there was a happy ending to there the was story a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. we got whatever he was he was uh he got stuck in his throat it was a tiny little plastic circle I have no idea where it came from it didn't go to a toy i don't know what it came off of but man this kid likes to put everything in his mouth where my first didn't ever do that um so that was a little bit of a scary moment, so that's why I missed the show last week. But, I mean, just normal stuff with the kids. Um, cool. Going down to Port Jeff pretty much every weekend now because they like it down there and they like to walk down by the water and stuff. And, and you can watch all the people playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, I can watch all that. <laughs> uh, thankfully, that's cleared up a bit in the last couple of weeks. Um, and uh, besides that, just like walking a lot cool. still. I've lost like 18 pounds so far. Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice. So, 
feeling good. And just uh, I watched Stranger Things. <gasps> so yes. good. Very good. Uh, so good. Oh, and I watched all of Orange is the New Black. Oh, like, really? It was like yeah. four seasons. I watched it all. Like I would just fast forward to like 45 minutes of the episode because I found all the side stories to be useless. So I didn't really care yep. about any of them. So oh. I, I cared about like what like are the you, three are you or just uh, implying that you just like skip to the sex scenes? No, because most of them are terrible. Yes. <laughs> if I wanted to watch good sex scenes, I would. There's websites for that. Um, but like I wasn't in, like interested in I'll say like 75 percent of the other people's stories. Uh, so I would mm-hmm. literally just fast forward through until I found uh, a storyline that I was interested in, and I still didn't miss anything. I kind of, I kind of got the gist of everything that was going on. That was kind of my problem with seasons three and four of that show. Just, I did not care about the people that they were trying to bring me into the subplots. I thought uh, this four was actually like a really good season. I just didn't care about, like, the people I don't care about. <laughs> I, I fast forward through. Fast forward through. Yeah, well, no, but like, I, I actually watched a, a good amount of season four. All there the, was only some things that I, I kind of skipped through. I, but I thought it ended very strong. Yeah, I like all of the prison stuff. Like when they're in the prison and all the the politics of that and all the things going on. Uh, that's cool, but when they start talking about some of the characters like before they came to jail, some of the stories just aren't interesting and don't lend much to the character once they're actually in there. So I felt so. Yeah, I watched all of that like very that was quickly. Our, that was Talking Games five minute review of four seasons of Orange Is the New Black. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward the parts I like. Pretty good. <laughs> and it wasn't that good a show. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else? No, that was it. Oh, Stranger Things is good. Yeah, it's so good, great. but we're not going to talk about it because you just don't. You want to go into it not knowing anything. Yeah, right. It's better not, it's not better to, to know. Not know anything. Better not to know. Bobby, what have you been up to? Nothing. Oh my goodness! What a bunch of exciting people you are. I went to a, a wedding last weekend, <laughs> where uh, my cousin's wedding, where my, the band I had at my wedding played. Yeah. So that was oh. cool. But it was like eighty-eight degrees all night they like so it was still so, wearing masks so oh yeah they were still wearing the mask it was so hot there it was it was too hot they were probably losing wow. weight sweating is it, good yeah those <laughs> things are probably so disgusting by the end of those performances it's um, disgusting. they just like spit on the audience and throw. oh yeah Ooh. totally but so that's what i did and then other than that not much i mean i've been playing some games and uh i gotta tell you it takes a lot of time to plan that a fucking D podcast <laughs> <laughs> yep this week shouldn't be as hard because I don't have to write it all from scratch. Last week, last week's show that I recorded, or not, we're not recording this, but we're recording next week. But uh, the show we recorded last week, I, had, I wrote the whole thing from scratch. So that was right. like a lot of stuff. Um, Hendley Littlepeen. Hendley Littlepeen. <laughs> and uh, Julian. Wingard. Wingard, that's it. Um, and Mara Amazing. joined us for the last recording. Oh, cool. So um, a character named Glory Firestorm. So she'll be in the next episode. Uh, for the, she's awesome. in the, It's a flashback. So if people have heard the the, yes. the the one that's out now, um, it's a flashback before that because Jackie wasn't able to because she was on vacation, so yeah. we still wanted to record, so we went and did that. Yeah, I'm cool. enjoying that. It's fun. Yeah, but that's that's what I'll, all I've been up to. Yeah, I was on vacation, but yeah. I really don't have much to say about it because I literally just spent twelve hours of the day lying on the beach. That's it, really. It's nice. Nice. Very relaxing. Sounds relaxing. Yep. Trying to ignore the children, just pretend they're not there. It's always safe. <laughs> Don't go in the water. I'm not looking. Mm. That's the general thing. Mm. It was fun. It's good. Well, you don't have any like little children anymore. No, no. I have horrible, horrible older children now. <laughs> it's just horrible. Yeah. I, I, I was actually talking to uh, Justin's wife earlier because they have two little kids. And I was saying like, I kind of miss the kids being little because right now they're a pain in the ass. It's amazing to me. I keep having to call my mom. And saying, I am so sorry 
because my stepson, you know, I, I'd say to my stepson, I did all the shopping, all the cooking, all the cleaning, you've done nothing. It's like, well, I didn't ask you to do any of it. And I distinctly mm. remember saying that to my mother oh, yeah. and I called her and I was like, I am so sorry. That was a real douchebag thing to say to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting it back now. <laughs> <laughs> the wink, the eye rolls and the whatever, all that. It's, oh, I'm actually like trying to stay out of the house so I don't slap him because I might. Nice. Yeah. Right. You heard it here, folks. Oh. Yeah, you heard it here. Parenthood, it's the greatest. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I, 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 why do we do it to ourselves? I'm trying to plan. Uh, I was going to say honeymoon. That's not what it is. <laughs> I was gonna, anniversary. Angie and I usually go away for the weekend for our anniversary. Right. And we didn't last year because Finn. Yeah. Um, so we usually stay at Danford's down in Port Jeff. Yep. But I remember like last year, like the last time we went, I booked it like the week of. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll book it a little early. Completely booked for like... <sighs> That all sucks. of uh all of august and all of september so it's right. great all right i'll find something so apparently like long island has a, a dearth of hotels on the east end right and like we kind of just wanted to like relax and stuff and, and not like go into the city yeah just basically like, go lie on the beach or whatever and uh i can't find anything like all the hotels it's like oh you can stay at the holiday inn it's 400 dollars a night oh yeah it's crazy like, out. no the hamptons yeah after labor day it gets a little better but yeah. Yeah. So basically, all we're doing now is uh, we're sending the kids away for like, hey, sleepover at Grammy's house, which is just downstairs. <laughs> right. And uh, we'll just go sometimes out and then come back. Sometimes that is enough. Is that sometimes yeah. it's enough it's just not to have the children. It's like, I don't around. feel like spending like three hundred dollars to go stay at like a Ramada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not worth it. I'll just take the money know. and go eat a nice dinner I or t- something. Yeah. Depends how good the hotel sex is. That's always my like. I'm sorry, you, know. you were saying. I think it's time <laughs> to move on to video games. What? Please, like nobody else has hotel sex. Really? Come on. No, Everyone's just want to talk about like it. Crazy. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> That's exactly what you were just yeah. doing. Not in detail. I was simply mentioning that it is a thing. It's, it's totally we, a thing. We all, I, no, we thank all you. know I, this, Jackie. I am a member. So I acknowledge it out loud, out loud rather than all just staring at me like she has completely lost all, the plot. All, all of us are adults. Oh, no, I was just saying like I have no idea what you're talking about because that never happens. Uh. <laughs> Right, anyway, moving on to video games, since that was kind of the point. Uh, So, the big release this week was No Man's Sky, which we've all been talking about. I think Justin came back from E3 like three years ago. Or you watched the footage and said, this is the game, right? I can't wait for this game. Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, it debuted at uh, the Video Game Awards, actually. Right. And um, it blew everybody away. Exactly. And so, you you know, we've been talking about it here and there ever since. And I know you've been it's particularly like, excited and yeah, it's like the this, day has arrived. It's like this mythical creature, right? That, <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. you talk about and you hype up and you hype up and you hype right. up. And like, you know, I feel bad for Sean Murray and the guys at Hello Games because like no game could ever live up to that hype. Exactly. And yeah. they're a studio of like 20 people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's so, you know, what do you do when your game is hyped up this much? And so they've been doing a lot of, I'm not going to say damage control, but a lot of like trying to temper expectations. Right. Um, and the game for what it is, I think is fantastic. It's just not what everybody, th- through really no fault of the studio, it's, it's not what everybody thought it was going to be. Okay. Uh, at least not yet anyway. But, the, you know, a lot of people thought like, this would be the only game I play for the rest of my life. And like, <laughs> okay. at no point did they ever make that promise. Yeah. Uh, but here we are in a tier. And uh, Bobby and I live streamed some last mm-hmm. night. Uh, which will be up on the website probably uh probably when you're hearing this probably i'd say okay uh and steve you've put some hours into this as well right yeah i played it for eh, about like six hours last night okay well so justin you said it's not what people were expecting what were people expecting versus what's the reality of the game because no man's sky is uh, the way i see it is it is a heavy in exploration and survival uh you know you get your ship 
you, um, you, you start on a different planet. Everyone starts on a different planet. So when I first started, four friends of mine were playing. We were all in the chat together, and we all started on four distinct different planets. Mine was heavily irradiated. Um, a couple, one person started on like an ice world. One person started on a planet where it was like a thousand degrees. I don't remember where the other one started. He probably died though. <laughs> um, and basically you want to fix your ship and get out into space. Um, uh, before the game came out, there were some leaked copies that had gotten out there and there wasn't the, the big day one patch. The big day one patch adds a bunch of stuff. adds some right. story elements. And so you're stuck with a choice right at the beginning of the game. It's like, uh, do you want to follow this? Do you want to be... Like it gives you like a story beat where it's like, would you like to follow the path or would you like to strike out on your own? And mm-hmm. I was like, follow the path because <laughs> if I strike out on my own, I'll never get off the planet. This early on, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you you know you fix your ship, you get out into space, which is um, you know, I was talking with the, with my guys from from Broken Thumbsticks, and you know they they say they think I tend to exaggerate when I talk about things. No, no, no. It's a thing. I get excited about things. <laughs> no. This is a revelation to all of us, right? Yeah. I am shocked. <laughs> Evolve. <laughs> Carry on. So, very quickly, about Evolve. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> Evolve, Evolve went free to play on PC, and before that, they were averaging like 100 players on any given time. They're averaging like 15,000 now. Wow. So, I so free was the right price. Free, well, <laughs> free to play was the right move for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, That's the biggest backhanded compliment I've ever yeah. heard. No, but it's a, it's a good thing. Mm. Um, anyway, No Man's Sky. Anyway, back to No Man's Sky. <laughs> so they were the saying... topic of Evolve. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to see when that comes to console. Anyway, so um, I tend to exaggerate about things or I get really excited about them. And so I was telling them, like, people are like, should I pick it up? Like, should I play it? And I was just like, look... You know, like I don't, I don't know if you'll like this game, but the the moment of when your ship is fixed and you get into your ship, and all of a sudden you are now flying through your planet's atmosphere, and the sky gets darker until there are stars, and you see like a star freighter in the distance. Like that moment is magical. Mm-hmm. Like the music changes when you fly into like you'll see a space station. You fly to space station. Your first time doing that is one of those like magical video game moments that you just don't forget about and so one of the guys in the chat was like justin exaggerates about everything but he's not lying about this right um and the game is like i said it's a survival game um the planets are constantly for the most part trying to kill you you have you have a life support system um you have to keep that constantly uh from going down so like you know if you're on a planet where it's like a thousand degrees you know your suit will eventually start taking damage and it will tell you and you have to go collect minerals which are easy to find and like just absorb them into your suit and then use them um the game is about exploration you're trying to make your way to the center of the galaxy what's there we don't know yeah. so that is the point like That's there the is point. a there is a, a an actual storyline and an end point i won't say that there's a storyline mm-hmm. we know that we want to get to the center which is what their their marketing's been telling us um right now in the game if i did not know that that was the goal i would not know what the goal was i'm just jumping from system to system mm-hmm. i'm meeting alien races with languages i don't understand because they don't speak english but i'm finding these giant things on planets called monoliths that will teach me one word um, I will sometimes come across an alien in a trading station and he'll ask me a question. And if I get the question right from what I can de- decipher, you know, he'll give me something that will be an upgrade to myself. It's, it can I mean, be very useful. I know how to say beer in quite a few languages. Always has come in handy. It's the same exact thing. Exactly. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the words I know, actually. <laughs> um, and everybody's like, you know, I've been playing with a couple of different people and we're all going at it um, the same way. We should say that... You- 
you're playing with people in the chat. I'm playing with people There's in the chat. There is no multiplayer. There is no the multiplayer, okay. which is what a lot of people are upset about. Like a lot of people really wanted this to be like, hey, I'm naming this planet in the hopes that one day somebody comes across it and finds that it's which me. Which that could happen. Which could happen. Yeah. But you'll never have a like, hey, let's have a PvP space battle. It's not I didn't happen. even want the space battle. I would have liked to have been able to share the experience of exploring yeah, th- side by side in a ship. You know, that would have been good. Yeah. I mean, they, they've definitely confirmed that it's a shared universe, that you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to the same... Right. planets everyone else is going but or, the chances or the of uh, actually bumping into someone are very very remote yeah. very very remote yeah until yesterday yes so yesterday there were two people that sort of met up what happened was one player actually found another player's planet mm-hmm. and then they're on ps4 right so he messaged it says like um i named a planet optimus prime last night and so it would say like optimus prime founded by or discovered by worst ninja ever which is my psn name so that person messaged would be me and was like, I found your planet. Come find me. Mm-hmm. And so the two players decided like they, they tried to meet up. Um, and so they basically flew down to the exact same spot on the planet and they were looking at the same things like, Hey, right now I'm looking at this pink tree and I, I'm looking at the same pink tree right next to this building, but they couldn't see each other. Mm. Oh, okay. That's um, odd. Which I mean, Sean Murray was like blown away by that. Um, the game's creative director. Um, but I, don't know if that's the way it's going to be. He had mentioned like it'll be so, so, so rare if you see another person. So it seems like you will be able to possibly see another person at some point. But maybe the, they were saying like maybe the servers were just overloaded and it wasn't loading them into right, the same spot. Right. But somebody already found somebody else's planet, which means like, yes, maybe like in your entire course of the game, you might maybe run into somebody. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But don't like wait for don't, it. Don't yeah. wait for it. Don't expect it. Like when it happens, let it be one of those moments that happen in journey yeah. where it's like, Oh dude, there's another player here. That's cool. Oh, that was annoying. I went to finish that game and he was, he was getting right in my way. I'm you trying to climb worst. up that big sand dune and he's just like, bloop, bloop slowly in front of me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as playing the game for me, I think it's, um, I was telling Bobby on the stream last night, I love fallout. The, and Skyrim because I just I, I love just striking out and exploring on my own uh, there's a big gameplay loop I mean every time you jump to a new system you need to recharge your hyperdrive you need to be looking for for minerals to keep your you know every time you take off your ship needs fuel so every time you get into your ship and take off you're using a little bit of fuel so you're constantly needing to find, find plutonium which is everywhere but you have to go find it mm. um, but I mean the flying around the planets is great Um the the exploring i think is fun i got lost in a cave system for like 45 minutes not even knowing that i didn't even need to be in the cave system and i'll say something that i didn't realize until i played when i first saw the trailers i thought like planets are gonna be kind of small it looked like when they were flying to them like eh, this planet's not that big but the planets are huge huge when you fly out of a planet and you look you're like oh jesus christ like to walk i don't know what it would take to walk on like walk the whole thing I don't even know if you. I don't even know if you can. I'm assuming somebody's going to do it at some point. Yeah, probably. But they are massive. Yeah, Steve. What, I comment did, on the planet, Steve. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that you could use the ship for like local travel. <laughs> so for the first two and a half hours, Steve I Steve literally walking, walked the planet. <laughs> I was walking everywhere, and I was just. I was saying to myself, I'm like, there's no way. I'm going on my phone. I'm looking mm. for like, is there a run button? Mm. Yes, there is. Yeah, but um. I, I couldn't figure it out and I'm like I assume that you were only you only jump from planet to planet mm. and do like interstellar travel in the ship but I'm like you have to be able to just fly and then I, I got the thrusters and whatever and then I realized that you could use the ship and mm. I just oh god it changed everything <laughs> yeah 
Um, Bobby, I mean, what do you what did you discern from watching the stream last night? From watching it, I haven't played it. I'm getting it on PC, which it comes out on Friday for 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 PC. Um, what I discerned, I mean, I had avoided a lot of like they released like like last week or two weeks ago they released like the like kind of like the three pillars or the four pillars four of pillars, no man's yeah. sky mm-hmm. and they released little trailers for each one and i didn't watch the trailers, I, just, I saw what they were but i think it was either this past e3 or the e3 before that or some trade show sometime in the last like year or so um where sean murray had talked about the creative director had talked about the long dark i think it was which is a survival game um, and how it was a big, big influence on what they were doing with No Man's Sky. So I had sort of gone into it thinking, okay, this is going to be the main core of the game is going to be, you know, how is there... <laughs> Some, there was a lot of bang from above our heads. Uh, how the game kind of worked. Uh, it was cool to watch. I think I mentioned on the stream last night, you know, I, I like the color palette quite a bit. I think the color palette is very interesting. Like, uh, it's faded. It's not muted, but it's got like, a nice fade to it, so everything sort of fits within it in its aesthetic. And it looked interesting. Everything I heard about it, I'm excited to play it. Uh, Steve, do you have any like thoughts that are sort of differing from Justin's and and how your enjoyment's going of it? Uh, a little bit. I'm I'm a little concerned for the game, to be honest. Um, I I had so far. I've really enjoyed myself. I had a lot of fun. I only planet jumped once. I stayed on, like, if you give me a list, kind of like when you're playing Assassin's Creed and they give you, like, they show you where all the crap is on the map. If I press the options button and it brings up, like, you have these markers on the planet that if you go and you claim these places, you can name them and upload them and get Mm -hmm. credits and all that stuff. You give me a list like that, I'm probably going to complete it before I leave, which is not always the way this game is meant to be played. You can go back to places, so you can just go off and do whatever. Um, but I can already see the pattern forming of going from place to place, like gathering the materials. I'm just, I'm having a great time with it. I love the atmosphere. The soundtrack is absolutely spectacular. I I got it online like four days before the game came out. I've been listening to it nonstop, just on repeat. It's so good. Um, but I don't, I don't know what the longevity is gameplay wise, that if I'm just going to like the end goal is to reach the middle, right? I felt like there wasn't enough tutorial information to let me know exactly what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, despite the hype of the game, I've never had like rose colored glasses for it. I've been excited for it, but it, I didn't need it to like blow my mind for me to be interested in it. And if it, I said to myself, if this just turns out to be, this really beautiful space exploration game and that's all it is and you go and you identify stuff and you're like a interstellar archaeologist that's cool i don't have a game like that that sounds like mm-hmm. fun um i'm just i'm worried about that not being enough after a while for, for people that the combat feels pretty weak uh some of the graphical things that are uh not up to snuff with it the the draw distance is often bad sometimes the pop-in's bad yeah the pop-in is bad especially when you're flying uh if you're going there's like a couple different speeds to when you're moving along the planet so you don't blow right past your destination uh that stuff doesn't always look great Mm. and it kind of takes you out of the 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 feeling of of it for for at least for me just because i'm too busy watching it like draw itself as i get near as opposed to seeing something in the distance be like i want to go to that Mm -hmm. it's more like there's like something that is differently colored than anything that i see in the distance so i head towards that but even though it's not drawn in just yet yeah 
Um, you want it to be like fully immersive and that kind of thing kind of pulls you out of it, right? I just, it's, it's to me, it's distracting for, mm-hmm. for something that is pushing the envelope in terms of, of scope and, you know, 18 quintillion planets mm-hmm. and the numbers that they're throwing into these articles and stuff like that. All of that is super, super, super impressive. But if the actual gameplay isn't going to be elaborate, I want what's there to be solid and look really good all the time. Yeah, I get that. I mean, there's no loading in the game, right? There's no loading times. No. So they're obviously streaming the world you know, constantly in real time. So mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering if getting it on PC, if, if throwing a lot of power at it, is going to fix that or yep. if it's just something that's intrinsic to the way the game is designed. Yeah, uh, they were talking about I mean, they were in hypothetical lands, but mm-hmm. they were talking about the Neo and he's like, "Well, if we had the power of the Neo, like, you know, we could fundamentally change the way the game is played." Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, then that counts for PC then, right? I would think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I get a PC is going to be more powerful than Like, I mean, I I've noticed what Steve's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I really noticed it for the first time last night. Uh, I was flying on a, a very green planet. Um, and I was cruising along in the ship, and I kept seeing patches of grass pop up. Like I haven't noticed um, land, like you know, I'll say like landmarks, like mountains or hills or, or things popping in. It, it's more like the textures on things that I see. Yeah, that's I what it seemed like in. to me. That like like the the sort of frame of everything is there, and then as you get closer, mm-hmm. it starts filling in the things that maybe you couldn't see from you know a little bit farther back. Well, I mean, in my my estimation for me so far. Um, Kind of like we'll talk about in a little bit, but Abzu mm. being kind of this Zen game, it's ver- for me, it's very much like that so far. It's a Zen space exploration game. It's really kind of like like a really beautiful Minecraft mm. so far. Uh, I love breaking the stuff down. I love collecting the things. Uh, there's no, there's not a lot of sense of danger though i like, heard that changes though yeah yeah i heard that does change i've heard that if you like for instance if you end up like getting a lot of valuable materials in your in your ship yeah then when you're flying in space like space pirates are going to try to take down your ship i heard and they don't they take, take your stuff though well you'll lose your ship you lose your ship though right you will like you'll get you can get your stuff back but you will lose the ship that you had and you have to start over again with to, like the starter ship yeah and you have to do okay. like your corpse run back to your your ship and apparently you land on some places and the animals are hostile or the robot sentries are, are hostile and we've seen from the trailers that right now we're seeing the robot sentries that look like guilty spark from halo yeah they're yeah. these like tiny little floating heads mm-hmm. yeah but we've seen in from like marketing material that they have those ones that look like like notice the ATATs. yeah yeah definitely um mm-hmm. where they're like they're big they have two legs they're they're they're, they look more formidable. Um, I mean, I was listening to the Bombcast today, and they're landing on a planet where, like, they let them know, like, the centuries are frenzied, and there's acid rain, and there was a storm that came in that was trying to kill him, and he's like, I, I died, or I almost died, like, yeah. and that was early on. It's, I've really gotten to a point, point where I ever feel like I'm in danger, oh, but I, died like, once. I don't want to lose my ship. <laughs> yeah, I got swarmed by the sentry bots. Mm. There was like eight of them, and I just, I all I had was the little mining pistol, and like, I didn't stand a chance. Mm. Um, it's, it's really immersive and it's a lot of fun. And like I said, I kind of went into this wanting that type of game. And, um, I think that if it's, if it's out for long enough and there's enough time, it's going to be a really rewarding experience. I don't know that it'll be what people have made it out to be in their heads after so long, but the idea of just exploring around, I love the constant ticking off of rewards. Mm-hmm. Like you've walked this far, you've learned uh, this many words. And like, I ran into one of the traders and one of the, the Gek alien dudes and I went to go and talk to him 
And I got like 75% of what he was talking about in the thing. And I was like, yes, <laughs> like I almost understand Gek. Like this yeah. is fantastic. And I, I gave him like 10 of my rare material from something. And he gave me this really sick mod for my cannons mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I, I think it's awesome. I hope that they do something to expand the inventory space a little bit because the inventory management is a little frustrating, mm. uh, particularly the uh, loading things onto your ship versus being on you. There's like a proximity that you have to be to the ship in order to exchange things. And if you don't have stuff on you and you've been exploring and you've walked far like I did oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I forgot like my bypass chip mm-hmm. and I turn around and I see that little icon of my <laughs> ship in the way distance before I knew that you could like fly mm. around. I was just like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. What? And then I thought that I traded it uh to the dude and i got so pissed off at myself and then i realized you could just craft one Mm. so i walked away walked all the way back to my ship to find out that it wasn't there because i accidentally sold it had a shit fit and then went into the menu and it was like would you like to craft a bypass of motherfucker (laughs) really (laughs) i did see when we were watching the stream one thing i was you were constantly managing your inventory yeah um i'm wondering if that gets better as well like you get upgrades you can upgrade uh, your inventory slots there are these uh, beacons that you can find on the planets mm-hmm. and uh, you'll see them by the, they, they shoot an orange light into the sky and you need a bypass ship to, to access them. Yes. What are those? Um, and when you unlock, unlock it with a bypass ship, the first time I did it, they're like, this could be illegal. Like <laughs> question mark, like might be illegal. Think about doing this. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll give you like four choices that you could pick. You could pick, um, I want to know where the nearest you know point of interest is. I want to know what like a mm. monolith is. You want to look for shelter. When you go to shelter, there are these, I'll say, like little triangle um, drop pods, and it has like a stasis field, and you walk through it, and it will give you an option to upgrade your armor, not yeah. armor, but your suit, mm. and the three that I found so far uh, have let me increase my inventory slots by one mm-hmm. for like 20,000 credits, okay. so I started with even less than I did last night, Yeah. Um, and the thing is, your ship, uh, this... This, your starter ship, I think, had like six slots. Mm. The pre-order ship, I had like like seven or eight. And I ran into a ship last night that was 28 slots. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it seemed like there's like freighters and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the more slots you have, the mm. you know, your inventory management will get easier. Um, Interesting. Once you get a bigger ship, it gets even easier than that. Yeah. And then uh, like a, a lot of it is just commerce. Like I have a friend last night who's like, or he said to me this morning, he's like, oh, I'm buying my first ship tonight and it's going to cost me like $1.5 I'm like, I can't keep 70000 on me. How do you have a million? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just selling gold and platinum. Anytime I find it, I go sell it. Oh. That's and what I've been doing. I'm just selling gold. Um, and I was like, I didn't even think about doing that. Mm. And I should. Like, I should I should go do that. Like, there's things I'm holding on to. Like, I might need this because mm-hmm. I'm a hoarder in these yeah, types yeah, of things. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. <laughs> yeah, because I do the same thing. There's been so many games where I collect something and I seem to get a lot of them and like I'm four or five hours in and I'm like, ugh. I've got so many of these things and this guy will buy them. Yeah. So you sell them. And then an hour later, it's like, if you want to craft this, you'll need 50 of these. And <laughs> then you, you can't buying? find them again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So I, I totally understand why you're reluctant to just go ahead and sell stuff. And there's some things I want to sell that they aren't even like giving me the option to sell, like these bead things I have. And it was like, oh, well, I yeah. guess I got to break mm-hmm. them down, but they're worth like 12,000. I want that 12,000 because <laughs> right, I can't keep right. more than 70 on me because mm-hmm. I keep buying new guns. <laughs> yeah. That's always your problem. Where are you finding new ships and new guns? Because well, I, it's on a need to know, Steve. <laughs> well, it, no, when, you're it's the, a, when you're in a spaceport, Steve. Yeah. Any ship you go up to and you talk to them, you can buy. You can offer to buy their ship. Oh, you have to talk ship. to the pilot. 
Well, you like run up to the ship, ship. and then yeah. you'll it'll just like you hold square like you would anything else. Yeah, there else was in the a game. ship that that came down on the port where I yeah. was doing the trading last night. You and I went up gotta, to it, nothing happened. You just gotta probably go, go up towards the cockpit. <sighs> um, I on the stream last night, I didn't do it because I was like, I don't want to like. You thought I was gonna piss the. Like, I thought I pissed the person off. I was like, I already got a couple of aliens mad at me and guns. Um, yeah, you you'll find like there'll be a question mark on the map. And sometimes you okay. go to those things and you yeah. walk in and there was like Andy said great like the Daft Punk looking aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, twice I walked into one of those things and I found a gun on the wall. Okay. And I walked up to it and was like, "Your gun has six slots. This has ten. Mm. Like, okay. And it was like it's fifty. Th- it was fifty or sixty thousand credits that I was like buy immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, you get so many mods to put on your gun. I got a couple of mods for the mining gun. Like if that thing just looks at something, it explodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like awesome. a grenade, a grenade mod, and uh, the bullcaster will reload faster and shoot farther and bigger bullets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I got that one too. Um, What's the cool. save function like? Every time you go in and out of your ship, yeah. Uh, you when you step out of the ship, it saves, and then as you're flying around the planet, um, you will come up to like a save, uh, like a question mark, and that area always has this little like pole that you walk up to, and you mm-hmm. hold down square, and it saves the game. Okay. And you can rename that area. Um, All right, so you can choose when to save. Yeah. As such. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like you know, you said I really don't want to lose my ship. Well, what if you get taken over by space pirates and they take your ship? You can reload an earlier save. That's what I mean. You can do that. Yeah, you can. You can do that type of stuff. Okay. Um, so that again adds to. But the, I'm not going to. Doesn't feel as dangerous when you can just be like. Ah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the brave thing. And when I'm in, if I have valuable materials, space pirates come, I'm going to just fly away at warp speed (laughs) until I have a ship that I know can take them out. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. Because like Destiny, that was always a problem with that game is it would save instantly all the time. So as soon as you broke something down, that's it. Tough luck. It's gone. Yeah, they're very, yeah. Yeah. They're very strict about that. I was, uh, I was telling Bobby and Steve before that I was really confused for the first couple hours of the game. And up until this afternoon when I went on Reddit. And I was trying to figure out, like, why don't I know how to craft antimatter? I was afraid that I missed something. Right. And the problem was, uh, for those who pre-ordered the game and got that ship, um, the ship, selecting that ship, it already comes with a warp drive. So you're, like, you're skipping three-fourths of the tutorial of the game. And I kind of just set out and didn't know exactly how to charge things or, like, where to buy them. And so I was kind of just, like flailing wildly huh. walking around planets just hoping to find something that was going to help me right yeah okay. so i think when i play it i think i'm going to play through the tutorial stuff first yeah. and then yeah access the ship once i'm done with that stuff definitely a good idea yeah um all right so we're definitely gonna have more coming up on no man's sky over yeah, the next couple definitely. of weeks because i'm sure uh justin and steve especially are gonna put a lot more hours in and bobby you're gonna get going on pc when it comes yeah, out i'll report back the, the 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 specs recommended specs are really low on it hmm. which is interesting it's like it's like uh, you know these are numbers but it's like a core i3 processor and like a, and a 480 video card like that's like old stuff that's like like my PC like mm-hmm. is not like top of the line by any means but it I mean it's like double you know or right. you know it is okay. powerful as that so, so it'd be interesting to see if yeah. it's capable of actually doing more yeah I'm, yeah I'm gonna put it on ultra and see how it runs and see if that popping stuff you know mm-hmm. or if they give you options to be like you know reduce uh, increase draw distance and turn their stuff down. I'll figure it out, but I'm going to see if I can make okay. it. So it does that. So great. But, so I look forward to hearing about yeah. that. Um, Hopefully, I don't know if they locked the frame rate on the PC or not because I know it's locked at 30. I think on the on the PS4. I thought it runs at 60. Oh. No, it runs at 30. I, I, that's what I looked up anyway. Um, hmm. It runs at 30 on, on PS4. Okay. 
I'm seeing if I can get it to 60 on the PC, but we'll see. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So the other game I think Steve and Bobby at least have played is Abzu. Yes. yes. Abzu. Justin? No. Okay. <laughs> so Steve, Bobby, which one of you would like to uh, kick off this discussion? Well, I'll, I'll jump in first. Um, but uh, yeah, Steve and I, I think we're playing it almost simultaneously while, while we were both playing it. Uh, you know, last time on the show, I talked about Headlander, which was a PSN play game. This is this was the second one in the in, in the in the in the run of those games, and it's from so the artist, the lead artist on Journey and Flower, is the creative director on this game. He left the that game company uh, and started this company called Giant Squid, uh, and um, the same composer as well is is the it, it composed the music for this, and it is very much it one of those type of games. It's an explorative, you know, third person game where you're not in threat of dying. You know, it's, it's not about, it's not about dying. It's about, you know, looking at all the beautiful stuff and kind of getting environmental, incidental storytelling as as you go through. Uh, It's buoyed by what I think is probably, it's probably the most beautiful game mm-hmm. art style wise I've ever maybe experienced. Um, Whoa. there, there were moments there every, every two minutes. Yeah. I was taken aback by what I was seeing, uh, visually in, in the game. <clears throat> I think that, and soundtrack wise, yeah. uh, it's amazing. That uh, fish tornado. Dude. It, oh, the fish tornado is great. Ugh. Uh, it's Austin Winroy, I think is the name of the composer. Uh, and I bought the soundtrack right after I played the game. Where did you find you it? You have to go to his like band camp or whatever. All right, yeah, because I need to buy that. <clears throat> and it's like seven bucks. Oh, that's mine. And you can get like un- to- like totally like uncompressed like audio files too from him. Awesome. But it sounds amazing and it looks gorgeous. Uh, I-, I think that, in, you know, in comparatively to something like Journey, I think it I think it lacks the the depth. Uh, that, that journey has as far as thematically. I think there's a, such a strong thematic core to what um, uh, journey is doing uh, and an allegorical uh, sense that our journey has that this game doesn't exactly have. It does have some very powerful themes and, it, and especially near the end, there's some very powerful mm-hmm. stuff happening. And I did just because the pure beauty of the game felt emotionally involved in what was going on, but the game and uh, the, the game is an underwater game i don't think i've even said i haven't said that at the beginning mm-hmm. you basically play this character um you know it kind of looks like i don't know like eco like type of look to it uh eco eco yeah Ico. Okay. um like that's the, the but uh your character you're underwater you start out underwater and you kind of travel through the sort of it's sort of like I will say that like almost like it's totally deep sea, but it's like almost like fishbowl environments that have like kind of tunnels going in between yeah. different, different ones. Uh, and you're sort of progressing your way through this, like unlocking these gates and sort of bringing back life to these areas of the ocean. Uh, very reminiscent of, of flower in, in, in that sort of way when you, in, in that game. Uh, but man, there are some times like you get in these times where you get in these sort of currents yeah. and you're sort of, flying between these two things and you're in like constricted areas constricted areas and they always end but with you like either coming out of the water and like jumping out of the water or coming out into this very this vast big expansive area and every single time without fail it was jaw dropping every time the sheer amount of plant the plant and fish life that's mm-hmm. swimming around is is really staggering um and one of my favorite moments of playing a game this year 
was grabbing on to because uh, you can ride the animals. Yeah, um, you can grab That's on awesome. and you kind of control them. Mm-hmm. And do a barrel roll with 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 a lot of the animals, like a lot of the like the uh, uh, especially the mammals, like the the dolphins and the the whales. You can grab on and then if you if you push them towards the the surface of the water, they'll leap out of the water with you on their back, and then like the whole school of them will also leap with you. Uh, that sounds awesome. So you would you spent a good hour just doing that. Amazing, right? <laughs> amazing. And 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 what's great about it is they they don't really hold it back from you a ton. Like in the first uh, 30, 40 minutes of the game, I done it with a I I, I jumped out of the water with a dolphin. I found a, a humpback whale and jumped out of the water with a humpback whale, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, it's just gorgeous, beautiful game, and it's it's about three hours long. I'd say three three and a half hours long. It takes. Steve, what did you how do you feel about it? I I. I echo a lot of, of your sentiments. It is just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game. I, uh, I, I, Flower's always been one of my favorite things on the PlayStation. I just, you know, I talked about the concept of Zen games earlier. I like games where I can just kind of turn off. It's You can choose to go forward if you want to, or you can just stay where you are, Like especially after you get the chapter select. You can just go somewhere that you find you know visually pleasing and just hang out. You can swim along with things. You can kind of like do tricks under the water if you want to and just kind of roll around. Uh, like Bobby said, you can grab onto the fish and you can kind of manipulate them as you swim with them. The level of detail and research put into... The fish mm-hmm. was astounding. I had a, a friend who has about three fish tanks in his house and has been, you know, have fish for pets ever since he was a little kid. And without seeing the names on the bottom of the screen, and I was doing the meditate thing mm-hmm. where you uh, find these statues and you just sit and you literally meditate and the game just kind of, you can move from fish to fish and it'll give you the names of them and stuff like that. And you just appreciate the environment for what it's for what it is and what it's doing you watch watch the fish kind of interact with one another eat one another the whole bit and he was just picking out fish like just naming them right from what they looked like on the screen he's like yeah dude he's like and those are to scale like in comparison to the actual diver that you are or Mm -hmm. character um yeah really really you know just breathtaking moments some really emotional moments too unexpectedly uh i won't spoil it but man there was a bit in the beginning where uh something gets attacked oh yeah (laughs) and i was just like i was actually upset i was i was upset by that but the uh the turnaround in that in that relationship is actually quite remarkable yeah that's some of my favorite things about the game yeah even with the visuals and the music included that's one of my favorite things about the game yeah the final like the final like rush to the end Mm -hmm. and and kind of how the the gameplay changes only slightly but it, it does a little bit uh, is really really quite awesome, and uh, yeah, I I was excited about that game, and when I saw like the trailer for, it, I was like, oh, that looks really cool. I think I saw it at E3, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that looks beautiful, and blah blah blah. And then it came out, and it was just so smooth mm-hmm. and flawless. Like I didn't run into any problems no, with it. No, no, no. Um, all the controls worked smoothly. It wasn't disorienting in One any thing, way. The camera is inverted. When when the game starts, that's right. Which I had to change. I, the swimming is fine because swimming it's like almost like flying an airplane. You know, it's like that's the only time I can do the inverted thing. But the camera was inverted, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" 
I was really Each satisfied. to their own. That's yeah. the mark. The mark of a good game for me is if the camera's already no in. Way. No way. Not the camera. This um, is an age-old argument. It's like chicken and the egg. We're not having this argument. I love the music. I thought that the music was absolutely fantastic. I'm glad that you know where to find the soundtrack because yeah. I couldn't find it when the game first came out because mm. um, I need to own that. Yeah. And um, Or if you have Spotify, you can do it on Spotify too. But I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I wanted to mention that we didn't, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about anything about the end, obviously, because that's kind of... How long is the game? It's like three hours. Okay. About three and a half hours. Yeah, it's, it's about, about the same as Journey. Yeah, it's about the same as Journey. Yeah. It's a little long. It's longer than Journey, because Journey you could probably beat in two hours, hour and a half if you really Only just if you walk the right direction mm. at the very start. Well, that's... Yep, yep. Just same. You mean, you mean walk towards the giant mountain with the light coming out of it? Or avoid that because you don't want to complete the story too soon and go explore first. Uh. <laughs> I know what I was going to say. One last thing. Um, I don't know that I necessarily caught the story elements of it. Like I've I've seen kind of like the mm. the hieroglyphs and and stuff like that along the walls, but I, I understand the stuff at the end. I don't necessarily know if I got the narrative of all of that, like all the all the background, yeah, temple-y I mean, stuff. The, the stuff most of I took from was. Uh, the stuff that happened at the end. I sort of re- then went back and kind of in my brain inferred about what the about what the, uh, you know, what the hieroglyphics were talking about. Um, but there's a neat message in it, and there's definitely, and it definitely does that thing that both Flower and Journey do. Much more Flower does, which is like, here is like all this nature stuff, and then up oh, here is like the shitty technological, like what happens when technology enters the fray in this thing, mm-hmm. but just like Flower did, um, and this is something that Journey did as well. So it's a really great experience. If you like either one of those games, it's a, a mu- it's a definitely a must play because it's. It's definitely up there. Uh, oh, yeah, for with, sure. With those guys, for sure. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, anyone else been playing anything else interesting? Well, Justin and I played Batman. <gasps> Telltale game? From Telltale. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And it's that, and you played the version with the, uh, where you can have the audience help as such? Well, I didn't have that on. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yes. But it is a It's built function, into it. Right? Yeah, it's built yeah. into it, yeah. I didn't have yeah. that on either. Yeah. I just played it. Uh, okay. I thought it was good. Anyway. So, well, tell me, tell me from a game point of view... Uh, how you felt then from a telltale game point of view and then you're both comic book fans and fans of the character so how faithful Who's is not it? a fan of batman very I mean, deep. really i could take it or leave it <laughs> anyway so tell me like those aspects of it um gameplay wise I, I i think it, it's similar to previous telltale games yeah definitely yeah. um they had some some neat little wrinkles um with batman's you know, <clears throat> detective skills, his planning out his combat in advance. I, I, I thought those are neat little additions. Um, I think it's acted well. I think the it's a it's an early Batman story, so he's still being hunted by the police. Um, but what I really enjoyed about it, uh, and I, I think Bobby agrees, is it's much more of a Bruce Wayne story than it is a Batman story. At yeah. least right now, for the, this first episode, it really focuses on Bruce, which is something that we don't get a lot mm-hmm. in games, and we get it in the comics, uh, like. I, I would say much more than in games, but even not in the comics that much. You no, don't get it. no, no, no. It's always about the guy in the suit, but this is about the guy in the three-piece suit. Yeah, uh, it's and just I like found, marketing for the game. I know. I actually, <laughs> I, I, I found it. I found it to be really interesting. Like, I didn't think I was going to like that that much, but even knowing the whole, you know, how Bruce becomes Batman, the parents, the parents dying, like they hammer that home. But you know, it works for this first episode. At least they don't show it. Yeah, they don't show the pearls. They don't falling show on the, the pearls on the ground. Um, you know, I think if you've played previous Telltale games, 
like Justin said, there's not going to be a you're not there's not going to be a revelation to you at, at all. If you haven't played previous Telltale games and you don't know what they are, I mean, it's a dialogue tree based adventure game basically. Yeah, it's it's a very it's you know 100 based on story. Um, this one has you know like Justin was saying, there's a there's like a detective stuff in it. There's some combat stuff in it as well. Um, but the way they handle it is kind of interesting. Like like. Uh, you get to a crime scene with Batman and you have to investigate all the clues and then you have to pick the clues that link together and that's really like links together the the mystery that you're trying to figure out. Uh, it's not like incredibly difficult to, to do, but it, it, it's at least satisfying. Uh, and then there's like a combat scenario where you're going to invade a building and you have to sort of look at all the people in it and plan how you're going to take out each person. Okay. Uh, Is there a time limit on any of this? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I mean, of course, when you're in like the moment to moment stuff, yeah. you have to hit like the, the down, like, you know, stick down right, the stick, right. you know, or you, you fail that moment or whatever. But, uh, it seems ultra forgiving because I felt like there were times where like, I didn't hit it. I didn't hit it. And, and it, I, it still happened. Yeah. So I was like, okay, right, right. which I'm totally fine with in these games. I don't really care. I don't Game want- of Thrones was always, I, I messed up quite a few of those mm. and I normally I can do them easy peasy. Like until dawn, I managed to get through that missing a single mm-hmm. prompt. A Game of Thrones telltale was just like a pain in the ass. Well, it doesn't help that the telltale engine is not like, super great right, on, especially right. on those games it's not good this yeah. is a uh, but a wolf wolf among us the combat in that was fantastic the, well, the combat as far as telltale games go yeah the wolf among us yeah. i think had the best absolutely like hand-to-hand stuff this um i it's definitely it's like a new version of their engine or whatever it's an updated version and i didn't really have i had like maybe one like frame rate like hiccup. I, don't know, I, I don't think it's anything to do with frame rate it's yeah. just uh to me everything everything comes off really stiff yeah everything is very stiff for sure but i mean i and jackie i think you've been you you play the game of thrones on the new systems right like xbox mm-hmm. one or ps4 yeah. xbox one yeah. xbox one the the porting of those games to xbox one is horrible like uh, right. w- like there is when i was trying to play um the walking dead season two on the xbox one like it would just fr- like freeze and it would just fr- and then it would like Dawson go again I have to hit a button really quick oh, that's and terrible. this is like a th- four year old game that was on like much less powerful software so this this w- ran pretty well for me um, you know I liked like the lighting and stuff in it like I thought uh, and I thought some of like the, the effects were cool but yeah the, the facial stuff is a little bit they also do some so. uh, some neat things with the storytelling yeah yes definitely um, they, they do B- some... before you get the storytelling very important question what color was your Batman gadgets blue ah okay I, I almost went purple I went purple you can choose. Yeah. yeah. They give you like a bunch of colors oh, to choose where all okay. the like, I went tech blue. in the game will be. I went blue and then I was thinking about it. Oh, I was like, oh, the lining of his cape now is purple. I should have went purple. <laughs> um, they do interesting th- things with uh, some like well-established characters, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, it leaves off on like a pretty good like cliffhanger. Yeah, for okay. sure. I, like I, I, when I saw this thing happen, I was like, I thought I had more to go. And I was like, they should really stop it right here. And they did. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because <laughs> yeah. I was wondering what they were going to do because, you know, in their stuff, like Walking Dead, it's a different set of characters than are in the comics or the TV show. Game of Thrones, it's the same thing. You know, Borderlands, obviously, they can do whatever they want. Um, and Wolf Among Us is a prequel to the, the comic book series. So it's it's all outside of the canon, but you can't really do a Batman story in any any time period of his life that hasn't been covered already in right. some other medium. So I was curious to see how they were going to go about stuff because a lot of their stuff is like, you're going to make these choices and you're not going to know what happens, right? So I was wondering what, what how they were going to go about it. Um, and they went about it by basically creating like a, a new story 
uh, that's like an amalgamation of a bunch of other stuff like Justin said. Like there's a little bit of the long Halloween in, in, in there. Um, you know, there's a, a, a little bit of like, you know, Batman year one in, in, in there. And there's a little bit of Gotham in there. A lot, a little bit of Gotham in there as well, as far as like how they did some of the characters. Um, but the result is that as a comic book fan and someone who knows a lot of Batman stories, I can't guess what's going to happen. So that's a good, a good thing. I think, um, uh, yeah, so it was cool. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I'll definitely play the second episode w- when it comes out. Um, Any news on that? Because uh, that is one of the things that drives yeah. me loopy with They said that they want to have this all wrapped up by the end of the year. They, they said with Game of Thrones every six weeks. Yeah. It was like two and a half months for the last one, I think. Or the one before that. Yeah, we'll see how, how yeah. they do about it. It's I think it's supposed to come out next month, the, the next episode, but... Okay. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. They were really good with the Michonne thing when the, those episodes came out. They did right. those boom, 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 like right after one, one after another. So mm-hmm. hope maybe they've figured out a better system now to get things out. I don't know. Yeah. It's a cool thing. I mean, if you're if you're sick and tired of Telltale games, it's not going to turn you around right. on, on, <laughs> yeah. on them. Yeah. But um, if, you, if this is if you like the Telltale games, this is uh, yeah, it's another one of them. Yeah, it's if a you, good one. If you like Telltale yeah. games um, and you like Batman, right? Absolutely play it because it's a really good version of both of those things. Okay. Um, if you're sick of both of those things, then it's probably not a place <laughs> for you to go. But right. uh, it was cool, like unlike the Arkham games, to have something that's more cerebral and more about yeah. like right. more about what a lot of time with the comic books about which are about conversations and, and stuff like that so that, mm-hmm. that was cool cool yeah. um, anybody you've been playing anything else yeah I played a little bit of uh, We Happy Few I just want, I don't want to talk about it for a long time but We Happy Few I haven't even heard that yeah so um, it's, it's a game that they uh, they've been they been talking about it for a while but the big splash it made was at the Xbox conference at E3 they showed a story trailer and people got really excited about it because it looked very Bioshocky, very like it was. It's the story about the society where uh, there's like, this drug called Joy, and it's basically made everyone sort of like mindless, like happy zombies, and they don't care about mm-hmm. all the problems in the world because they take this drug. Um, and like the trailer starts out, and like this guy decides to go off of it, and um, he walks into like the break room of his job, and they all wear these really creepy like smiley face masks. <laughs> right. Um, this, the background of his job where they're like hitting a pinata and when the stuff wears off they're like bashing in like a dead rat yeah. and they're like eating like the guts out of Ew, the rat that's disgusting but they see it as candy I yeah. was just about to say what's so bad with the drug that makes you think everything's great yeah yeah but obviously eating dead rats so you're off it's an early access right now so you, once that scene's over there's like no more uh, story stuff in the game it's okay. it's in it, but it's a procedurally generated survival game and you have to you have to keep your health up you have to you have to drink you have to eat you have to sleep much more than no man's sky is like it's a very like one of those type of games um, and, and so like the procedural generates stuff is a lot of it's there. Some of it's like, I think 40% of it's there, but the only story that's there is that opening scene. None of the other story for the three characters that are in the game is there. So it's tough to gauge what it's all going to be like. Um, right. but, but I would say people who saw that trailer and were like, I can't wait to play like this game. that looks like it's gonna be like the next like Bioshock type of game. T- this do not buy this game right now in early access or on game preview on Xbox. It's not what, what you want is not there yet. Mm-hmm. wait until we get to full release whenever that's going to be and see for yourself if the game is going to be more story focused but uh okay. for right now it's it's very it's very rough uh around the edges okay yeah. cool um is anybody got anything oh steve you have something else uh yeah one of the free games that came out this month for the ps4 mm-hmm. is uh ultratron from puppy games right it's awesome it's a cool game it is yeah, yeah. 
It is a um, dual stick roguelike shooter that is kind of in the vein of uh, this old school game called Robotron, mm-hmm. where you're pretty much you're a little robot and you're just in a room, like a hexagonal room, and stuff spawns in from one of four corners or sometimes multiple corners. And it is very one of those traditional you have your, you know, your shoot and then you have kind of these pets that you keep around for options that give you extra um ammunitions and stuff to to send out there are bonus rounds and it's for the like the first four or five levels it seems pretty tame and it's one of those games where out of nowhere they just ramp it up real quick and it's just it's all guns blazing from there until the end uh i made it almost to the end of the game though i'm wondering how much is left after the first 40 levels it's like 40 rooms um bosses every about every 10 fights and uh, it just gets really, really intense. There are tons of upgrades. And if you die, if you lose all your shields, it's over. Uh, there's a two-player co-op option, which is even crazier. When you got two people going on, you have uh, drones that you can carry around. You can pick them up and place them in different places. They get upgrades. Whatever upgrades you get, get applied to them. You have bombs that as you're kind of aiming one way you can let go of the trigger ever so slightly and it'll send a bomb out you could either time it or you can get an upgrade to have it explode on impact there are ones that have like spread bombs and stuff like that uh i already mentioned the pets one of them has a laser gun on its nose the other one has a shotgun in its mouth like (laughs) it's just it's awesome it's really it's a lot of fun uh it's frantic and it's free yeah it's a cool it's a cool little game i played i think i like i got like 15 or so levels into it i got a turret at one point yeah that was awesome because yeah. I because <laughs> that uh, I I blew through some levels on that, but it's a cool little game for sure. It's a cool do. It's very uh, it's very tactical, and there's like there's even um, moves that you can get that you can actually you can't dash, but you can kind of phase in and out of bullets, but only for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and you have to earn them and you have to buy them back and stuff like that. There are smart bombs. There are like measures in place that if your shields are going down and it's the last one, uh, you'll explode and kill everything. So you have one more shot to survive. And it's just, it's one of those games that is roguelike, but then also turns into a bullet hell kind of game where it's just, there's so much stuff on screen. And if you're not powering up your droid enough and you can't take them out fast enough, they just start setting things your way and you have to bob and weave while still trying mm-hmm. to kill everything off. One of those games where you suddenly realize you haven't breathed for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it start, like that Bill Hell shit starts like six levels in. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is a bonus level. And then it's like just <laughs> there's a There's a very clear like, okay, okay. And then somebody put their foot on the gas yeah. and you're then going from, from then out. Um, like it's even a new enemy type that they throw at you for that level. Like right. you're going to start running into crap like this now. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, the little, little things you've been taking care of. We only gave you those first couple of rounds cause we wanted you to build your droid up a little bit, but now we don't have any more sympathy for you. Right. So now we're just going to destroy you. Right. So okay. yeah, I mean, it's, it's free on PS uh, plus right now. It's definitely worth a download or at least throw it in your library. If you don't have room on your system. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine it's very big. It's no. it's PS4, PS3 and Vita. So oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's on the Vita. Right. Oh, oh, that's good. Man. Yeah. Cause oh, it was listed action. under the Vita like listing on the, on that. Um, I gotta get that the, for the Vita story too. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Justin, uh, I'm going to mention three games real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on free on PS, uh, PS Plus is Tricky Towers. That game is damn cool. Mm-hmm. It is pretty neat. <laughs> a lot that of game fun. is really cool. Uh, it is a... Um, a t- trying to a, think a of the right way. Tetris-like? A Tetris-like. Yeah, Bobby's right. Um, you want to stack Tetris pieces, uh, but it's all about balance. They don't lock into place. 
Awesome. Uh, so if you're kind of off yeah. by a little bit, you know, one of your L-shaped pieces will just tip over and you want to build them as high as possible. A couple different game modes, uh, online multiplayer. It's fun. Yeah, and there's like, y- when you get certain places, you get magic mm-hmm. and, and you have either magic that can help you or hurt your the opponent. Okay. So you can like, you can hit one and it will make like one of their pieces like giant. And yeah. balancing so can, those guys is not easy. Yeah. Right. But there's ones for you that you can like, you hit it and it like will fortify your pieces. Oh, sweet. So okay. it'll build the land on top of them. It'll build land on top of them. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cool game. Um, definitely. Yeah. I played a lot online multiplayer. It was fun. Um, cool. Throwing windmills at people. Yeah. Throwing yeah. windmills at people. Those are a pain in the ass. The piano. Yeah. The piano. Oh, man, yeah. The piano. Um, it's a cool game though. Hyperlight Drifter, which came out on PC earlier in the year, just hit consoles sneakily mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think we talked about yeah that, steve right? played it on pc yeah, yeah he did he played it on pc game is yes. hard yes it is hard uh All but right. it has a really cool art style mm-hmm. um yeah, top like down that. isometric at times um slash shoot rough bounce around it game is like is surprisingly difficult mm. uh but but fun and it has a cool soundtrack and i continue to play the crap out of overwatch yeah really? we know this uh <laughs> yeah i just wanted to quickly mention they have uh, right now they're like their summer games oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah, summer have you played games Ball? i played a few rounds of lucia ball how is that i'd rather play rocket league yeah the, the problem with it is like you feel like you're playing rocket league oh okay but it doesn't move nearly as fast. As fast. So you want it. You want it to be so much faster than it is. Right. It's like a, it's like impressive that they took a shooter and made this like soccer, soccer game. game out of it. But uh, you know, I want to. I want to be like in a fast moving car, knocking the the ball into the hoop or the the goal. Uh. So yeah, the, the, it goes on to the twenty second. They have like limited edition loot boxes that'll disappear. Mm. Uh. I got the diva skin that I really wanted because I love diva. Uh, but I haven't been able to pull like any other skins that I've been really interested in getting because mm-hmm. it's just a, it's an RNG. It's it's a you know it's a random number game. Whether or not you're gonna get the skin that you really want, I got one of them. I think there's um just buy a bunch of them. I, yeah. I've been thinking you know about he's it. gonna. Uh, I'm gonna wait till the 22nd and I'll probably I'll probably like drop like 10 bucks and get like 10 loot boxes mm. to see if I can pull some stuff because I've got the legendary tracer one. I'm getting a little bit better with tracer. I'm like over a hundred hours into the game now. Right. How about the new character? Cause the last time I talked to, Anna, uh, I talked to you, yeah, Bobby had played her by a little bit. Yeah. Your uh, I've played her for like three or four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really good. Uh, you have to be on top of your game though. And, uh, I like to play her as a secondary healer. Um, her, I, I, I like her strong suit is she can easily take out turrets and bastions. Because she has damage over time. So if you're not seen, if you can do three quick shots, like a Bastion or a turret will just like instantly die. So it's good for that. Her ultimate ability where she can just power up any character and have increase mm-hmm. their speed, defense, and damage is like is game changing at times. Because right. it clears if they I mean if they are strongly fortified, it can clear out a point very quickly. And uh, I found that to be like super helpful, super hard to fight against. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is great just to be like all, all the like the countering that goes on now, like Diva eating supers, and then you know your healer. You know when, when Anna's one of Anna's buffed people come in, you know throwing down a heal to, like, as a healer to like save everybody from it. I love that that back and forth gameplay. But Overwatch continues to be amazing. I think one of their new characters will probably be released. I mean the big the big thing is that Sombra is their next character. It, it, there's hints everywhere about her, but nobody can really nail anything down. So mm-hmm. people are thinking like, what if she comes out on the 23rd of the day that the summer games, like day after the summer games mm-hmm. thing end. And so that's like the current rumor going around, but okay. we'll see. It'll be free when it comes out. So yeah. Good awesome. Blizzard. Cool. Um, anybody got anything else? 
No, or should we wrap we're good. Th- wrap this baby yeah. up? We got another show to record after this. Oh, well, yeah. we have one thing that we should talk about really quickly. Yeah. <gasps> what? Uh, September seventh. Oh, the PS, the PlayStation event. Yeah, yeah where they're probably going to unveil the Neo. Ooh. That leaked uh, this week. And any. Uh, like any definitive no no definitive specs on it or this, anything no i mean they're gonna they're gonna talk about it that's yeah. what this is for that'll be in a couple of weeks and we'll talk about it more in depth when that actually happens but yeah right um uh it was like a, it was like a video games.com basically like it was like video game something.net or something broke the story but then all the other sites like double confirmed with their sources and stuff like that i watched a a, a uh but the uh, Twitter live stream by Patrick Klepek and, and uh, Austin Walker watch that. <laughs> talk about it. So that's cool. Neat. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that when it happens. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. September, it's going to happen. Why would else they have an event in September? There's no reason they have, yeah. they have their own conference in December. There's the reason why they would. Do oh, it. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Why, why put so this again, on the schedule? Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. what they did when they announced the PS4. They yeah. held their own mm-hmm. special event in New York. And, cool. uh, and where is this one? I'm not sure what, what theater they're holding it in. And it, okay. I, I do believe it is in New York, though. I think so. Uh, yeah, they'll reveal. Uh, I, um, I would imagine it's probably going to come out relatively quickly yeah, after I, that. I could picture it definitely being ready for holiday. It's got to be before oh, December. Really? Or you else, think... Yeah, because the, they would just reveal in December if it was going to be huh. missed this year. Wow. When they have PS experience, the PlayStation experience. Right. So. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm going to get one, probably. Definitely. Of course you are, yeah. Probably, definitely. <laughs> probably, maybe, maybe, definitely. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what they, what, what they announce on the 7th. Okay. What about NX, man? That's my thing. Yeah, they'll announce that stuff uh, one day. No, they said this fall. Yeah, they're gonna they're yeah. gonna do their. Uh, yeah. They said September, so it's probably gonna be close. We're gonna have a lot of news to talk uh, about. I'm excited to hear more about short that. period yes. of time. We'll see. And actually, have some like confirmed yes. news. Yes, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be good, rather than all the rumors. Actually, have like what it is. Yes. When it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Cool. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up with a little housekeeping. So we are talking games Bobby always gives me that weird look like waiting for me to screw up <laughs> I give you that look so you will screw up I know I can't alright we're talking games uh, you can find us on Twitter at talking underscore games you can also find me at Jackie Turner J-A-C-Q-U-I Steve I am at dead underscore anchorus on Just, Twitter uh, Justin uh, Jerok J-O-R-O-A-K Bobby at Bobby Shortle B-O-B-B-Y S-H-O-R-T-L-E <laughs> okay Bobby's not a hard one to misspell Unlike Jackie. You, you know, people spell an IE quite a bit. Really? Yes. Oh my God. That's the girl way. With a little heart over the eye. Yes, a little heart over the eye. Okay. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter for any kind of feedback. Um, let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you have any questions or just say hi. Um, if you want to write something longer, you can get us on the email. And we have a new one, which is games at talkingcomicbooks.com. That's correct. <laughs> Technically, we have a Facebook. We think we all think we have a Facebook, but uh, I wouldn't the best way to get in touch with yeah, us. Yeah, not not the most reliable way of getting in touch with us. Mm. Um, you can, of course, also go to talkingcomicbooks.com. Uh, there you will find all the podcasts that the brand offers, as such. Uh, lots and lots of different interests. Um, some articles, some streaming stuff like Justin and Bobby's. Uh, no Man's Sky yeah. stream should be up very soon. Yes, it should. So if you're interested in checking out that game without putting the money down just yet, go check that out. Talkingcomicbooks.com. Um, and also, if you want to leave us a review, that's very, very helpful. It really helps out um, to reach new listeners and a new audience. So please do leave us a, ch- a review on iTunes um, and let us know how we're doing. So for now, we're going to wrap this up and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.